Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten podcast. Joining me on this show is Jonathan Kirkwood from 1031, a Bitcoin-only venture capital fund. This is a follow-on from the interview I just previously released with Mutinous, who went behind enemy lines into a shitcoin company to tell us and expose to us what's going on in that world. I wanted to follow this one up with Jonathan, so you can understand like the stark difference of what's happening in the two worlds. Crapto is crapto. It's called that for a reason. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. And this is the kind of people that are in the space trying to make things happen and push this forward and help those companies that are doing great work succeed. So please reach out to Jonathan, reach out to 1031 in any way you can just help push this forward. We are up against a wall of bullshit. There is no marketing company in Bitcoin. We all know that. It's down to us. It's you and me and the rest of the plebs that listen to this podcast and others. Or those of you that write books or make YouTube videos or podcasters, whoever it is, we need more. Don't rest on your your laurels. And always, always be asking, do you accept Bitcoin wherever you go? That's all you have to say. Those four words and Bridge to Bitcoin are doing a great job of that in the UK. Anyway, before we get into the show, please make sure you are showing some love to the show sponsors. Swan Bitcoin, Coin Corner, and Relay are three great companies you can use to stack your sats. Both Swan and Relay now offer private services. So if you've got a big amount of Bitcoin you want to put on, or you're trying to orange pill somebody that has a bigger amount and they want that white glove service, they got you. Reach out to my DMs and I can just link you straight up. No problem. Coin Corner are doing great work with everything Bitcoin and Lightning. They've got the Bolt card. I'm sure everybody that went to Amsterdam is having fun playing around with their Bolt card. You can smash buy with Coin Corner or just set up your auto buys. CoinCorner.com. Go and check them out. Danny and Molly and Dave and Zach and all the other guys that I got to meet in Amsterdam doing great work. Now, once you have your coins, consider learning about CoinJoin. WasabiWallet.io is very easy to use. You just download it on your desktop, create a wallet, hit a receive address, send some sats in, and just watch them coin join whilst you're doing some other things on your computer. It's very, very simple. Once that's done, then withdraw them to your hardware wallet. And why would that not be? A Bitbox 02, Bitcoin-only hardware edition signing device by shiftcrypto.ch. And if you use forward slash bits and you will get a 5% discount. So now you can stack, now you can coin join, now you can safely store your Bitcoin. This is what we are trying to promote to fellow plebs out there to be self-sovereign. Fight for your freedom. Pill your friends, get them a book, head over to Consensus Network and shill 
the wider world with a t-shirt from Ungunnable Misfits. Enjoy this rip with Jonathan. All right, John, we are live. Uh, good to see you again. And uh, I wanted to hit record as quick as possible because we were just about to fly straight into conversation. And the, the whole reason to have these conversations is to record them. So how are you doing? Yeah. No, I'm doing doing very good. Um, you know, really glad you uh, just, you know, opted to, to let me come on and uh, talk with you uh, today about uh, what's going on. Yeah, always. Uh, always welcome. Really want to stay abreast of what you guys see because there are only still a handful of bitcoin only investment funds in the space we need more so if anyone's listening out there please uh don't think there this is overweighted there are more and more projects out there than there are in investment funds and you guys can't fund them all right this is you have to be very very specific no, uh, we we can't, and I mean it's very true. Um, the space is is significantly underweight um, capital to to fund all of these great projects. Uh, just to to highlight, you know, you with Alex or with uh, you know Alex Mann of Time Chain, Max Webster of Hive Mind, Christopher Calicott of TVP. And then at Colleen of Stillmark. I mean, they are, um, they're doing great things. And, you know, we're, we're glad to be working um, with all of them and the companies that we're supporting. So this is one thing that is unlike the legacy fiat space. You guys actually collaborate with each other rather than cloaks and daggers, try and win the first deal, shut everybody else out. I think it's it's more a matter of timing. Um, probably like all like emergent technology sectors, when there isn't a lot of um, competition uh, for kind of the venture capital space, where you know we it it, it, it uh, encourages um, you know collaboration with the different um, other capital providers because we we just can't um unfortunately you know fund every company for their entire round so it takes you know several other participants to be able to to meet the capital needs of the companies and you know i'm i'm it's and we've all kind of grown up um together in in bitcoin um you know, over the last, you know, several years with deploying in the space. And, you know, it's really been um, kind of positive, I think, for all of us to, you know, to interact with each other on good terms. Yeah, for sure. All right. So where do we want to start here? Um, since the last time we spoke, I'm trying, I'm trying to take myself back in time. Uh, it wouldn't have been too long after 1031 was formed. So why don't you get us up to date? And we spent that episode actually talking a lot about your past, uh, your your medical past, uh, which was truly um, interesting. Uh, bring us up to date on how many uh, companies that you've managed to uh, help or finance or back mm -hmm. or whatever language you want to use. And... Um, 
bring us right up today, uh, up to like the uh, the most exciting news and uh, and what you guys going to see for twenty twenty three. Okay, that's a that's a tall order. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just as a high point. You know, we Grant and I are both you know exceptionally excited how everything is is played out. And, you know, we've been able, what we think is partnering with the, you know, the blue chip names in this space. And so far, I believe we've um, been able to invest in about 30 Bitcoin companies uh, to date. And the vast majority of, of those companies are are up to date on our website. There's a few that are being held back for the appropriate time on the announcement. I believe uh, when we first talked, um, oh man, it's been a few months, it's been several months ago now, um, we we had been maybe around 15 companies, so there are you know, quite a few more that um, we've definitely added, so happy to, you know, uh, talking kind of generalities on on some of the companies and you know what they're what they're doing, what they've publicly uh, announced, and and why you know we think that's interesting. Um, can we kind of can I ask you like uh, like an in house question if you, if you don't mind uh, if you if you're able to share this kind of stuff? What are the criteria a company or an entrepreneur would have to meet to even get you guys? Uh, looking at it or, or thinking about it do, do you have kind of like a hard fast set of rules how, how does it work bitcoin only obviously well, <laughs> number one yeah <laughs> the, the yes. easy one and that's well you'd be surprised i mean we really? do get constant constant inbounds from you know all types of companies that are operating in the the crypto digital asset ecosystem and you know there there are companies that you know are predominantly bitcoin but they do you know provide other services for for other um cryptocurrencies that you know we just had to pass on because you know that's just not our focus um but that being said you know i think there are companies that we also support that, you know, kind of fall a little bit on the outside. Um, but we were still, you know, really excited about, um, you know, a company like, you know, Start9, where, mm -hmm. you know, Bitcoin is definitely core to what they do. However, you know, they're probably bucketed and sovereignty infrastructure right. and, and and privacy and, and privacy and sovereignty are, are two categories that you know we really look to, to fund i see you got impervious here on your website as well so that would fall into that bucket correct uh you know they uh, their team uh, is they've got really got some technical chops because they uh, they bit off quite a big, um, quite a big bite in you know building out uh, the the peer to peer internet, and so yeah, we've known uh, Chase um, 
you know, for a couple of years now and have been really impressed, you know, with the initial vision that they wanted to do. And, you know, this goes back to, you know, one of the things that we're looking for and, you know, we weight pretty heavily is it, it, not so much as it's a, you know, product market fit. Uh, I mean, that's definitely important, but also founder market fit. And Chase, um, I think, exemplifies this where he's got a background in legal and then also has some, you know, developer chops himself and, you know, having the idea of, you know, being able to create an opportunity for individuals to not be threatened by large uh, tech conglomerates that um, can do DMCA on what, um, you know, you're creating or limiting what uh, an individual is able to produce on their own because of, you know, pseudo uh, infringements, I, I think is, um, you know, very, very interesting and just highlights, you know, sometimes uh, founder market fit can be very, um, can be quite important for the the idea of, of backing um, backing a company or backing an individual. So I've just had a quick count up on the website. You're, you're up to 27 companies that you've uh, backed. Uh, how many have you actually looked at? Uh, have you kept a tab of that? <laughs> we, yes, uh, you know, we have, uh, I'd say, you know, top of funnel, probably around that 300 um 300 company range. You know, when we first, you know, started back in 2020, I was not expecting the the number of companies that were out building in the space because the the vast majority of the marketing came from, you know, the kind of your top blue chip names like uh, Unchained, Strike, Casa, you know, there just, there just wasn't, you know, a lot of, um, you know, light shed on these very early stage. Um, I mean, they do get on kind of the podcast circuit, which is, you know, highly informative, um, such as yourself, where they'll come on, they'll, they'll talk about what they're doing where they're wanting to go, but otherwise the the marketing is is rather lacking for in the space. And that's a you know a real disconnect um that we found early on that once we started putting out there that you know 1031 was you know looking to invest in in great Bitcoin uh, companies building out infrastructure um Man, we got uh, it was like a deluge of companies coming our way that we had to take a look at, needed to take a look at. Yeah, it's that the reason I asked that question is because I was invited to uh, help the the team over at Geyser uh, who were donated uh, three Bitcoin and they wanted to start a grant program to award that three Bitcoin to projects within the, the pleb space. 
So you guys are getting the you know one one funnel where like uh, projects like Impervious, for example, just huge, massive, like, and then funds like Geyser are getting the pleb funnel, for want of a better word. There was over sixty projects that applied for the grant. And I know for a fact there are way more out there than that that didn't even know Geyser existed. So when round two goes, <laughs> so what happens is they all get tiered and uh, one Bitcoin has been split up between uh, the, the the projects. Some get kicked in case they're a little bit shitcoiny. Uh, the others get, get tiered out and get awarded. So everybody gets some kind of stats. Uh, so tier, uh, round two for this second Bitcoin, I know it's just going to go crazy. Uh, there's so much going on, so much going on. There's a reason to be bullish for those people that don't get to see under, you know, this was my first introduction to like the, a look under the hood, if you will. Mm -hmm. No, there you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, there is a lot um, going on and I think with, you know, Unchained Capital has the Bitcoin commons, you have these type of nexuses that are going to draw in, you know, large, um, a large amount of talent to just come and, and work together. Um, you know, that can highlight, you know, new, you know, new companies that may or may not, you know, starting to form or just to, to you know, shed uh, some light on, you know, companies that necessarily haven't you know, come out of the woodwork to, to look for capital. So, you know, there's, um, like I said, there's Bitcoin Commons. Uh, I know Kyle Murphy's doing a great job at Pleb Lab. And then, you know, also, you know, really excited about what Rod is doing, um, what, uh, you know, Rod, Matt O'Dell and Mills are doing at, in Nashville at Bitcoin Park. I mean, that's pretty amazing what they were able to, um, you know, lock down this you know, like near perfect uh, place for uh, co-working and then also uh, producing like just amazing studio quality content. in. so, you know, we're, we're very excited about that because I think, you know, this, who who knows how long this bear market is going to last? But I mean, we all have you know the belief that Bitcoin is you know just beginning to rise, and so you know when we you know when the the two lines of you know Bitcoin appreciating and the continued kind of build out of of these uh, sites such as uh, Bitcoin Commons and Bitcoin Park, you know, in six months to a year, they're going to be packed. Mm -hmm. with you know, just you know everyone in the space that is really doing interesting things that you know you're just going to create these opportunities that would never have existed had there not been these type of nexuses created little spoiler alert for you john uh i was part of a call the other day with with matt and parker and there will be a Bitcoin Commons opening up in Europe, coming your way very soon. <laughs> oh no, that's impressive! 
Uh, that's very, what's the, what's the timeline? I'll, I'll need to, to schedule, to have that uh, put in the schedule to be over for that opening. As soon as possible. With, with, uh, with intent from the, um, the local authorities to even provide the building. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I think the. And the do you remember you you had you had breakfast with Andre and I in uh, in in Miami? So that that will give you uh, a big clue as to to where. But uh, it will be oh. uh, announced um, in in a few weeks in Amsterdam. Probably this will probably be released right about that time or just after. But uh, anyway, yeah, I think most people can have a big guess as to where that's going to go down. <laughs> well, that's going to be. That's absolutely, I mean, awesome. It will, you'll just know when you go into, uh, I, I know that when I go into these places uh, here in the US, you know, it's just special being able to be around people that are excited to, you know, just to have the opportunity to to work on Bitcoin, work in the space. Um, so fully anticipate, you know, the same type of energy and feeling um, wherever my, or wherever it might be in, in Europe. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin Park just recently had a grassroots in Bitcoin where there, I think it was 100 plus, uh, you know, community developer you know community organizers in, in bitcoin for their meetups came and interacted as you know what you know what are our ways that worked what didn't work and you know having bitcoin meetups from you know some of the the largest meetups in the space like you know al's lacrosse in in houston uh, was able to provide you know a a story arc on on how uh, you know he and uh, some other fellows uh, built out that meetup in Houston. So really excited for you and and for for the Europe uh, crew. Yeah, it's going to be amazing, uh, and I can't wait to to get everything signed, sealed, delivered, and start attracting uh, people across there. It'll be great to um, to do a big opening. Um, Obviously, everybody's welcome, yourself included. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's a long way to go. You, you know, these things don't just happen in an instant. Uh, they they take some time and effort. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll be flying along by uh, 2023 at the absolute latest. So that gives us three months to get a move on. But we don't know, obviously, the site yet. And that's going to take a little bit of time. Um, and whenever you have authorities involved it generally takes longer time uh, but yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna say no to uh free accommodation <laughs> essentially no but you know having the the passion that bitcoiners do for just trying to to help you know push uh push the space forward you know it's gonna be that it'll be a blast for you and for anybody else involved so what's um what's been forefront of your mind the last uh month or so? Um 
Well, I mean, we did uh, we did have a pretty big announcement uh, this past uh, couple of weeks um, with Strike, and you know, being able to to have that opportunity to you know have a, a much closer relationship with you know that amazing uh, team that's there, and just you know, we believe that Jack is a, a real generational uh, talent. What's going on? What what, what can you tell us? <laughs> kind of just what I can do is highlight, you know, some of the things that, you know, he has, you know, said in his speeches. I think if if you go back and and listen um, to his discussions that he made either in at Bitcoin 2021 or 2022 or his Bloomberg appearances, you know, there's a ton of Easter eggs that you can pull out of there that, you know, he may or may not just let slip what they're doing. Um, so just as a kind of a, to clue people in, it, it may be worth going back and looking for Easter eggs. Um we think, you know, that team has delivered on something that, you know, nobody else, no other company to date that I know of has. It it completely abstracts uh, Bitcoin away or have or the having to interact with addresses or keys where you can have people spend dollars on Bitcoin addresses, you know, Lightning or uh, base chain addresses. I mean, I think that's, you know, absolutely impressive given, you know, no, no other company is, has been able to do that and manage the liquidity where, I mean, I use it constantly, um, whether, whether I'm spending, you know, you know, a different, um, you know, whether it's a direct invoice or, or, you know, through like a bid refill, like I, I have not had a failure. So, I mean, to, to, you know, proofs in the pudding there, it, it works. And, you know, the idea that, you know, you're going to be able to go to a um, store here in the near future. And if you wanted to spend Bitcoin um, anonymously, um, you can. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Um, he's also mentioned that, you know, there's going to be a way to incentivize, you know, open source developers creating, you know, the best user experience on a wallet to be able to, you know, earn from that work. So, I mean, it's just another another way to incentivize more and more developers to come into the space and, you know, to create the best user experience. So, I mean, who who can't get behind that idea? It's a great, great idea. And I was thinking, it, I'm getting a flashback. We, we had uh, Michael Saylor zoom in for the, the Riga conference. And uh, obviously everybody wanted to know What's he going to be doing with his spare time now he's stepped away as the CEO uh, to free up time to uh, smash by more Bitcoin, it seems. 
but um, put his energy to use somewhere else. And he was talking, I, he didn't forthright, outright say it, but he did turn around and say he thinks the most important project that should be being worked on in the space would be a, a lightning-enabled wallet, uh, very easily downloadable. And this is going to be the quickest way that we can onboard like the Global South, for example. So are you seeing any projects like that? Is that something in the works? Uh, is that something you agree with? Or do you, do you think uh, we need to take a, another approach? No, I, I absolutely agree. You know, Bitcoin is for everyone. And, you know, you know I think it's, if, if I could say, you know, a human right is being able to govern yourself and being able to govern your own interactions um with with others and the majority of that interaction probably is in, in commerce in some way so being able to have um, true ownership of your wealth and control over those interactions is absolutely paramount um so you know we just to you know you had talked about grants earlier in the conversation we also provide grants and we had mm-hmm. you know provided bitcoin q and a a grant open sats a grant and then you know more recently we provided fediment uh, a grant and you know, there's an announcement on our website that shows um, what that project is doing and why we decided to to um, you know provide some more resources for for Fediment. Um, so, and we also sponsor a, a desk at Bitcoin Commons for an open source developer. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that that open source developer is working on Fediment. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for a, you know, open source wallet that you know will be able to interact easily for the base chain and layer two we think fetty is an an unbelievable you know opportunity to to get behind ob and the team that kind of he's um enabled to encircle there uh with fetty which is the um I'd say the for-profit um, company that is building um, and utilizing the the open source um, code of Fediment. I think it was beating investors away at one point, Obi. This is very, very uh, kind of um, it's captured the the imagination of a lot of people, and especially in the the investors. You know, well. Obi is a very charismatic um, individual. I think he did a you know a great job at Bitcoin 2022 on the open source stage discussing Fediment and and why you know he's he's quite uh, excited about it. And then you know when you get uh, others who are excited about it and constantly talk about why. This is such an important, um, 
you know, a, an important thing to get to get behind. And you have Alex Gladstein talking about it. It's it's hard not to not to be excited and and, and wanting to to help be a part of something as special as giving, you know, financial, uh, you know, something that is financially inclusive and equitable to, you know, you know, um, people that haven't had that opportunity. Um, I, I think that's, you know, it's an amazing time to, to be able to be part of um, something that, you know, provides, you know, positive economics for yourself, but also what would I think of as triangulation? So one point being, um, it is uh, economically uh, valuable for yourself. You can get behind something because it's ideological and that, um, I would, I think it would be hard pressed to, for someone not to agree with, you know, every individual should have a fair um, and equal opportunity to, you know, own something themselves. And then philosophically um, that, you know, it's actually possible with the Bitcoin network and how they've used uh, Chami and Mints. To, to bring about that in such a low um, cost for the individual to be able to interact with the Bitcoin network and not have to have, you know, the, the technical ability to be able to, to have to know how to use a hardware wallet to, um, to save, um, you know, 12 or 24 words, you know, that just may not be possible. Um, in certain places where, you know, it's, it's difficult, but I mean, most everywhere has an, an, a simple Android phone that, you know, can be able to interact with that Android phone. And then you can sign up with, you know, a, a circle of trust, whether that's geographical or, you know, located in the digital world where you have trust in, you know, the people that over time have built um, significant, um, you know, character uh, around themselves because they've demonstrated it over, you know, five, 10 years with their being, you know, constantly, you know, either talking about or carrying through with their actions when it comes to Bitcoin. Yeah, it's uh, it's very cool. Um, and, and his depth of knowledge in the space is, is it's amazing. I mean, he 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 was running Coin Floor from two thousand thirteen or fourteen. You know, he's uh, he's, he's he knows what he's talking about, uh, and he's building a great team. Well, and I, I think that's that that's another highlight of founder market fit. Because, you know, he has been, he has run an exchange, you know, multiple bear markets. He knows what, what works, what doesn't work because he, he was forced to, and he was forced to in a adversarial 
environment where there was, you know, little to no capital. So he was having to have innovation and ingenuity to, to solve difficult problems. And, you know, he has a direct tie to the global South and he sees that there's a, you know, a significant need to, to bring about a technology that, you know, helps to raise, uh, you know, individuals just because of their geolocation, you know, out of, um, you know, the, the, their current circumstances. So I, I think, Yes, you know, Chami and Mints have, have been around a long time. We we know that it is a very sound uh, technology. The individuals working on um, FedaMint have, you know, great, uh, great skills. But, you know, having someone that is fully committed and you know, brings about a passion because of, you know, their life experiences to the project. I mean, I think having that founder market fit is is absolutely um, important and, and very heavy weighted on on why we think that uh, Fediment is going to be a great success. So you mentioned um, you, grants. Uh, so can, can you define then what was the difference between when you uh, give someone a grant or when you make an investment? So, uh, yeah, there's a very clear uh, distinction. And because we are a, a company that is is for profit, I mean, when when we give a grant, it is, you know, a direct um, in, uh, I guess, uh, capital. Uh, typically, we've given Bitcoin uh, to individuals. And because you know, we're actually, you know, giving it out of, we'll say our own pocket, you know, we're not having to collect any information uh, from the person, you know, we're having uh, that that's receiving the the grant, um, which I think is, is, is a little unique not to detract from what um, the, the not-for-profits are doing, because they've obviously given a ton more grants than we have. But, you know, we give like to, to Bitcoin Q&A, it's because we think what he's doing is is valuable and we wanted to support his, his efforts just to provide education or open sats, you know, being able to create uh, a space to, uh, to, to bring in um, donations because it's difficult to decide like who gets a grant and who doesn't get a grant. And mm -hmm. if you're not, really close in the space then that's that's even harder but knowing i mean people are excited about bitcoin and you know there's some uh, people have done you know either very successful or maybe they just want to donate something so that's a real opportunity we thought was valuable to to get behind and help to provide uh capital for them to to spin that up but when we give a grant it's it's you know, not um, there. There's no strings attached. Um, we're getting like just as kind of a highlight. I'm in discussions with you know another potential developer that is just do working on some open source project and thinking about 
you know, sponsoring them uh, to be able to interact with others that are interacting with, um, it, it, you know, building in Bitcoin. So it just these are no strings attached opportunities. Whereas, you know, when we're investing in a company, that's that's coming from um, obviously the the funds that we manage and there's a um we have a fiduciary uh responsibility to to try to invest in companies that we believe are going to be large successes um because uh, you know our capital um comes from other investors that you know believe in in what we're doing believe in bitcoin and believe in us that we're going to be able to choose um you know great opportunities and so you know when we invest we think that you know there's it's it's the simple buy low and sell sell high except we're we're buying exceptionally early and then you know we also hope to never sell <laughs> is <laughs> is our strategy <laughs> well this is the 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 other side of the coin isn't it we, we've talked about the amount of projects out there and you guys are getting to see all of these amazing um companies and uh, opportunities but with that on the other side of the fence brings in investors how that want to participate in the fund that want to you know give you money to to manage and to allocate have you seen an uptick in that as well what's going on in that world at the moment I would say that there's definitely a base of of you know potential um, partners that you know are interested in allocating capital. Obviously, that that changes with market conditions, um, like in every every field um, in the space. I do think that. You know, as as time progresses and Bitcoin is still here, you know, that gives, you know, whether it's cover or it's um, it's easier to point to that Bitcoin is not going to be going away. That you know, there's there's more institutions, um, large institutions that you know are coming to uh you know wanting to invest in bitcoin and you know these these are very you know forward thinking institutions that you know under uh, you know deeply understand the space because they take you know several years to do their evaluations and and monitoring before uh making allocations and they're run by you know exceptionally bright um individuals that you know are you know, well-guarded stewards of capital. Um, so I think, you know, they're probably seeing a, a, a bit of an uptick um, in that area, especially when, you know, some of these uh, players, they they absolutely know, you know, the best time, you know, to, to get in on opportunities or, or when they're on sale. Or um, if you have, a long-term belief that Bitcoin is going to be, you know, a potential, you know, global payment rail. Right now, you know, I mean, we, 
I think that, you know, Bitcoin on that journey may be somewhere between 0.1% to 5%. Um, you know, so, you know, you're looking at, you know, a thousand X to 20 X, uh, uptick in individuals, you know, coming into the space. Um, so it's a very early opportunity to, you know, to capture, you know, you know, generational returns. Um, and so I think, you know, that's what they're looking at. And, you know, I think, you know, there are some, er some very, you know, talented uh, individuals starting to take a look at the space. Yeah. And what I, what I really liked to see, uh, what are we going back now? Five or six weeks when Hodlin or put out that tweet that uh, he was um, looking for some help. The plebs all piled in first and he was getting uh, some some nice satoshis and then somebody came out of nowhere with 47 Bitcoin. There you go, son. Go protect yourself. Like I mean, everyone was just speechless. Uh, no one knows where it comes from. Maybe they do. Um, but when you see what is possible within this community, it's just another reason to be bullish. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely. The, I mean, that's what's, you know, very special, I think, with within the Bitcoin community is the idea that we're going after a better tomorrow. And I don't really know, you know, another, you know, subsect of of the population that that you know have this you know admiration for for something yes there's you know the the religious and i, I think that's you know very um very important but outside of religion you know i i just don't necessarily know if you know if people can allow or you know come to have something fully to believe in that you know maybe maybe not tomorrow maybe not next year maybe not next decade but i can work on something that is going to provide you know generations of you know people that come after after me or after us a a future that is uh you know that's truly more equitable and inclusive because you know they get the opportunity to make the decisions for themselves. Whereas now, you know, you have, you know, let's say, you know, that's been very top down decision making where um, just like the global South, they don't have the, the full autonomy that other places in the world um, have benefited for uh, some time. We over here, uh, we we don't have uh, a surface exactly like um, Strike, but we do have Coin Corner that are doing amazing work with with Merchant Adoption, and I think Merchant Adoption. I'd like to get your take on this personally. I think Merchant Adoption has to be the next story. It's got to be the story of the back end of twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, because the more people that we can convince to 
at least offer their customers just another form of payment, whether or not they use it, because there's still very, very few of us. I mean, we've been saying over here, accept it and they will come. Because mm -hmm. I saw this firsthand, my brother's cafe in the middle of nowhere in Southeast England, beautiful countryside, a shed in the middle of nowhere. And it's uh, a, just a cafe, you know, great lunches, great breakfasts. And you can buy houseplants there as well. They start accepting Bitcoin and people have been driving from two hours to cross the country, to cross, to cross counties, just to come and buy a coffee and have a bacon sandwich so they can use their bulk card that they got from Coin Corner and pay with Bitcoin and have a conversation with, with the owners. And one guy drove two hours across country to gift him a handmade clock with uh with the um with the bitcoin uh price chart etched into you know beautifully hand carved wood for nothing just as a gift and to come and buy food and coffee from him so he could uh pay by the lightning network this is something something's in the air it really is mm -hmm. no i'm you know i have not uh, been to your brother's coffee shop, but <laughs> I can, I can concur. You know, at uh, at Bitcoin Park, it is um, completely uh, you know Bitcoin only for purchase of services, and there's an Ibex terminal where you know people can come and and check out, and it's all on your your honor an honor system for buying coffee or buying other drinks or um kind of snacks and i mean i i mean I'm, I'm happy to you know to purchase and even tip i probably tip larger maybe larger than the actual item itself just to to be excited and, and so but and so does uh, you know everybody else so I, I would anticipate you know your brother's coffee shop is very similar that you know people are just excited to be able to to use um, to be able to use their Bitcoin, whether it's with, you know, um, Zeus or, you know, other wallets or their strike wallet they're they're all very excited to, to use it. But, you know, just to take a step back for merchants to adopt, you know, this fifth payment rail is, is, you know, quite difficult. So I don't know how, you know, what terminal your, your brother uses, if he just uses uh, BTC pay server or IBEX or. or it's you know. a coin corner point of sale machine, which they okay. built and shipped themselves to their, to their merchant accounts. That's what they're using at the moment. So I see, you know, you know, very uh, like small shops being able to be nimble and move over you know, quickly to um, to those types of units. The larger, you know, if you have a chain, let's just say you have like 10, 20, we're not even talking to the hundreds or thousands of retail locations, you know, you've spent, a, there's a ton of capital that's tied up within that infrastructure itself on mm -hmm. those terminals, the software, and you know some businesses are still running you know 2008 to early 2000 software on their point of sale terminals 
And so being able to easily integrate, you know, this fifth payment rail is difficult. It's a very difficult problem. Uh, it's being worked on. Uh, you have, you know, very forward, you know, thinking uh, parties uh, such as uh, NCR, Shopify, and Blackhawk. But there, there's also risk that, you know, these merchants have, uh, you know, if they take on this added expense, you know, how how are they, you know, actually going to be, you know, how, how does this work with their accounting? How, you know, are there, you know, jur jurisdiction um, risks for, you know, either accepting Bitcoin? So, you know, there's there's some hurdles, the significant hurdles that are being uh, needed to to be jumped over, but it's, I mean, it's coming. Uh, so I, I'm very, you know, excited over the next year of where um, these types of like probably medium to large uh, businesses are going to be able to to be able to accept uh, uh, Bitcoin and and either over main chain or Lightning. And Ibex are doing a great job with that, right? Trying to integrate with the existing point of sale machines. Yes, I mean their terminal is is very sleek. Um, I remember uh, you know talking with Alvaro, and I mean I was completely blown away when he had me put the terminal on my phone just by, you know, scanning a QR code that was, you know, connected to his main terminal. And then, you know, we were accepting, I was accepting a, a payment from him, you know, separated by, you know, you know, three, 4,000 miles just over Zoom, like setting up the term, like we did this within five minutes of setting up the terminal and accepting a payment. Nice so, pitch guys. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it absolutely, absolutely was. And, you know, that's another, you know, Jose and Alvaro, you know, they have um, their serial entrepreneurs that have, you know, been very successful in Latin America, which is a tough market to be in. And, you know, they had the first, um, Bitcoin exchange, which was uh, Ebex, and you know they that went well for them, and now they're they're moving into this because you know it's it's not just the the belief that you know Bitcoin is is going to do well, and you know that Ebex is going to be this amazing company. They also know that they're providing an amazing service to the individuals that are located there in Latin America that, you know, provides them the ability to, to, to capture some type of sovereignty to be, you know, included on equal footing in this, you know, new financial network. Yeah, I had Jose on the show uh, a few months back, uh, number 256, if anyone wants to go back and listen to it. He was blowing my mind. And uh, at, towards the end of the show, I think he said, um, yeah, in the next couple of months, we're just going to be trawling around point-of-sale machine conferences. I'm like, but they exist? I'm like, I have no idea. 
there were point of sale conferences, which those guys were going to just start bombing and educating the point of sale, uh, you know, companies and providers. This is how you integrate Bitcoin onto your point of sale machine. It is this simple, it is this easy, and it is very important that you start offering this to your clients because this is the future. So we've even got an attack vector there from people that you know know this business inside out, have the technology, more importantly, have the wherewithal to get on the ground and go and you know and fight the cause for Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. You know. I think, you know, Jack talks about this almost every, uh, Mahler's talks about this almost every, you know, discussion of his that, you know, Bitcoin is an open network and, you know, everyone that's building on Bitcoin is just making it much, that much more valuable for, you know, all the other companies. And it's, it's true, you know, whether you know you're you're interacting with a, a strike wallet at a at an ibex terminal you know you're working together and you're building you know tremendous value for for yourselves and for bitcoin and as early as we are the the more we think uh, we believe that the more we can get these companies working together the quicker you know, we can, you know, potentially bring about, you know, this hyper-Bitcoinized world that we all envision. Yeah, and and going back to Obi again, that's something he he was pushing um, in, in our conversation. You know, invest in companies or look to companies that are attempting to make Bitcoin, you know, money because this is how we win. And someone like Ibex, they're attempting to make it money by integrating their software into every single point of sale machine that they can. Something like Fedimint is making it, you know, via the Xiaomi Mint protocol to make it very easy for people to interact with what Jack's doing. You know, the, you know, everyone's working on this from a different angle. And we can't lose. It's a, it's it's a really awful thing to say. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about concerns and threats to you guys specifically, because low-hanging fruit, right? If there was a, you know, if the government wake up one day and they're like, right, we got to shut this the fuck down and as soon as possible, where do we go first? We go to the exchanges first. Where do we go next? We go to publicly listed companies and, of course, the investors in the space. Is this something that keeps you up at night or have you come to peace with the fact that, we're too far down the track. What, what, what's the discussion in house on this kind of stuff? You, you know, I, I, I do not lose any sleep over this question about <laughs> that's good whether hear. or not, you know, you know, whether it's this government or another government, you know, is, is not going to, you know, like or try to to prohibit prohibit Bitcoin, and whether or not any of our investments are um, you know at you know complete odds with you know the government mandates. I mean, our you know one I mean our one of our core um, pillars, like I said, was is sovereignty, and who can I, I find it very difficult. To imagine 
that, you know, which side of the argument do you want to be on? Do you want to be on, you know, total control and limiting uh, individuals and prohibiting, you know, what they can and can't do with their lives or what they can and can't buy what, um, or do you want to be on the, the, the argument, the, the side of the argument that, you know, you're lowering the, the cost for, you know, small to medium sized businesses to flourish. Um, so which, which side of that argument do you want to be on? I mean, you have restaurants that their top line item is, you know, your um, swipe, either your swipe charge or the charge to use a credit card. I mean, that's their number one cost is, is that um, charge. And, you know, Strike is going to be able to drill that down to, you know, uh, just a fraction uh, of that. So now that business can, you know, be able to plow that capital back into the business to to create, you know, to, to be able to grow it or to be able to provide better wages that are more attractive to their employees to, you know, to capture better workers or just to reward their workers for, you know, the great services that they're doing. I mean, I'm on that side of the argument. You know, mm -hmm. if someone wants to, to say, no, we need to have this, you know, oligopoly of these three payment networks and only these three payment networks, you know, good luck. You know, I'll, I'll take, you know, the small to medium sized businesses because, you know, that's the, that's the group that employs the most workers. So they're, you know, they're going to be behind that. I mean, driving, you know, creating innovation that drives down costs to do business or costs to live, you know, that's the, that's for the, the, the populace. I, I don't, I don't see how that's that's a bad thing. Um, so back back to the the question on, on you know do I lose sleep? But no, I I don't. Uh, I'd say the biggest risk right now facing us is is you know this is another bear market. Bear markets are difficult. Capital dries up. Customers, you know they 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 hoard their Bitcoin even more than they did before. <laughs> so. You know, it's it's surviving. It's surviving till that next wave of adoption, and you know, being able to build out the tools and services to to be able to you know capture and ride that next wave. Like that's, I'd say that's the biggest risk. Yeah, uh, there's you know. Like you say about the small to medium sized enterprises, they are what make the economy. These freaking psychopaths around the world close that shit down for eighteen months. Um, I hope we're not going to go into uh, another one of those uh, lockdown scenarios. Uh, goodness knows where we're headed in Europe this winter. I foresee there could be some narrative coming out around um stay home keep warm or stay home stay st stay home save fuel this kind of shit which is going to affect small to medium sized enterprises again um it seems to be a very effective tool that they've found and 
this is why Bitcoin is so important. This is why we need more and more people understanding the value of Bitcoin and how it can save them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the other, you know, I'd say attribute that is in the Bitcoin community is being self-reliant. Mm -hmm. Self-reliant, not just with, you know, your finances or, you know, low. Yeah, I don't know. The overlords just turned us off there. Yeah, they did. <laughs> As we were talking about the possible uh, um, further furthering of lockdowns and uh, and human suffering. But uh, yeah, we got locked out. Uh, but in that time, in the interim that you, you were gone and uh, unconnected with us, Lauren has appeared. So all is not lost. And Lauren's ready with, uh, with a question to uh, say hi to Jonathan. <laughs> hey, Lauren, how are you? Yeah. Very good. Um, I thought I was uh, going to not get this opportunity. So I'm glad you were able to, to make it. Thank you. Um, I'm glad too. Uh, so my question is, what is a lavish no, investment? Investment <laughs> fund. And in, uh, an investment fund is a vehicle or a company that pools capital. So what we do is we bring in capital from individuals and institutions and kind of create a big uh, pool of it. And then we take that capital and invest it in companies that um, we believe are going to be uh, significant successes. So instead of sometimes individuals um, that, you know, they invest in a fund because the fund is going to get or see more opportunities. You're, you're effectively, you know, allowing uh, individuals such as myself to specialize in, in, in Bitcoin and finding companies and, and how they fit. Whereas the, the, either the individual or the institution that would supply capital to a fund, you know, they have uh, lives themselves and they may have jobs that uh, take up, you know, large chunks of their time and prohibit them from having the ability to put in enough time or access to companies that are building out in the space and knowing um, like what is the, the latest um, you know, piece of technology and how does that interact uh, within the landscape itself. So there's, there's two things to think about here. Uh, let's say you made a business. Mm -hmm. Have you got a business idea? Um, a Bitcoin one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So plushies for no reason because it's cool selling yeah. bitcoin plushies yes. right okay uh which are just like little cuddly oh. te yes. teddy like yes. type things yes. right okay well you would need some money to to start making well you can't make them yourself so you'd have to hire someone to make them in the factory and then start shipping them all over the world to the people that want to buy them so you need that money first so you would go to jonathan here and you would say well what's your pitch 
Um, you, you get, he, he, he might give you some money to make these plushies. My pitch is that everyone loves Bitcoin and sometimes you just need to hug it. So. <laughs> that's a Did you very... just make that up? Yes. yes. That's awesome. That's a very condensed pitch that, you know, you know, was absolutely excellent because, you know, I have, I have two daughters that, you know, they call them squishies um, here. So I'm, I would assume they're probably the same thing. The, uh, you know, some types of uh, like either some type of animate object or maybe a, that is colorful and you squeeze it and it compacts and it's very soft. Is that what a, a plushie is? Yeah, basically. Yes, right. I completely agree with you that, you know, that would be a very great idea to do. So, so I can't believe you nailed that pitch. It was great. Everyone loves Bitcoin and sometimes you just want to hug it. Like, like yeah. it's, you, you, someone's got to roll with this. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the the thing with bitcoiners is they love bitcoin so much that they're gonna buy like you'll sell a thousand of them um you need you need probably a few months to get up a small batch of them uh so too bad amsterdam is happening uh here in a couple of weeks otherwise uh you could sell a ton so next time at bitcoin 2023 so you've got a uh you know a real opportunity here at bitcoin 2023 um hopefully you guys will be able to make it again this year uh you can set up a booth the and um just as a you could just you know carry around these bitcoin uh plushy or you know um these these big you know provide a bitcoin hug and you know yeah. sell them for fifty dollars uh uh you know a squishy and there you go that's awesome right okay so and the other thing i was going to explain was the other side of uh the business that that jonathan sees so first of all he's just met an entrepreneur you you want to build a business but as he was explaining at the beginning there let's say you've got a hundred Bitcoin. That'd be nice, huh? Yeah, that would. But you want to use some of that to uh, make more Bitcoin or help other Bitcoin companies grow. So you could sit there and go through all of these different companies and meet all of the different founders. Or you could just say to Jonathan, hey, here's a few Bitcoin. Can you invest this? It's his job to meet all of the entrepreneurs and it's his job to invest and hopefully over time you will see uh, a return on that uh, two bitcoin that you gave if he makes good decisions and doesn't just back 11 year old girls because they seem cute and they come up with a good tagline <laughs> no exactly uh that's a very um succinct way uh to put it so i am you know, I'm going to buy, uh, I will put in a first order for two of your Bitcoin uh, plushies uh, because I have two daughters that would absolutely love to have, have one. 
probably send it right over straight away. Yeah, you. Yeah. But, 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 <laughs> you've got design in mind. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. I actually do. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll, we'll have further discussions. It seems like it. You've got orders. <laughs> you've got orders before you got a product. Yeah. This is how Bitcoin works. So, but more there. importantly, the, the the whole the whole point of having a conversation with with Jonathan here was to to try and help you understand what an investment fund does and what what he what his role is. So, mm -hmm. but do you have a a rounder picture of, of that now? Yes. Okay. No, because the, the the way this this question actually came to be was, I said, Lauren, we've got a, a five o'clock podcast. Unfortunately, she was uh, held up for forty five minutes to an hour on a. You're on some club, I think. Uh, celebration. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I said we're going to be talking to a, a guy called Jonathan. We've spoken to him before, and he um, he works for Ten Thirty One, which is an investment fund. And you said, <laughs> "What investment fund?" Did the, 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 the yeah. questions write themselves, listeners? <laughs> so there you go. Well, I think that's that's a great I I mean, good question, great idea. Obviously, uh, you know, there's probably some pent up demand uh, for your idea, so um, should run with it. All right. Well, if you're out of questions, um, we we've actually come to the end of our interview ourselves. So, what I'm going to ask Jonathan now is just to tell us where people can find him and stuff. So, do you just want to say goodbye and run off? No, okay. <laughs> Bye, Lauren. Thanks. So, uh... When I make the plushies, I'll make sure to send it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, mate. Thank you. Well, that 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 took an unexpected turn. Um, I I was just going to ask you, uh, what's the shout out to the plebs? How can anybody help you if um if they can, if they're listening to this and they want to reach out? What is it um that uh, that, that you'd love to you know, help 1031 build out in any way or connections. Is there anything that um, people can help you with if they want to? Yes. You know, we're, I mean, it's an absolute joy to be able to, uh, to talk and meet, um, you know, people in the space that are building out there and just, to highlight, you know, there was a um, a Bitcoiner that I met that runs the Milwaukee Bitcoin um, meetup that, you know, gave me a sequoia tree to plant. You know, it's it's yeah, tree bed. Like, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable what you know that what people are doing in this space, and so you know, we absolutely you know you know look forward to anybody reaching out to us. You can do that on our website which is uh, 1031.vc. Um, there's a place on the bottom that uh, you can uh, connect to, to to reach out to us. And happy to, um, like I said, talk to anybody. We are going to be uh, putting a couple more things on the website that will probably be helpful to individuals uh, looking to either get in the space or if they're already in the space, connecting um, with you know, companies that, you know, we've supported um, to date. 
Cool. I, I got to meet Grant very briefly in uh, in Riga. Will either of you guys be in Amsterdam? No, uh, we actually have a, a function of our own that we're putting on for all of our portfolio companies to to bring them together to you know try to create or, or you know build out ways um, that they can either work together or to provide insight to each other on you know different pain points that they have um, you know worked through so you know you're not having to to fix the same problem that somebody else has already fixed all right cool well have a great time wherever that's going down and um i'm sure it's going to be a, a big party lots of great ideas when you get i mean if everybody from one of those companies that you uh, have helped turns up that's going to be an incredible time we're we're absolutely looking uh forward to it and it's turning out that it's going to be a, a pretty pretty large uh crew that that show that shows up so you know we're we're very fortunate um like i said you know very fortunate to be able to to be in this space you know helping out what we truly believe in and you know backing individuals that you know, are fully committed to, you know, building out um, what we believe is a better world for humanity. And if you had one last orange pill, Jonathan, who would you give it to and why? Who would I give that uh, orange pill to? I would... give that orange can it be a group or does it have to be an individual there's no wrong answers man okay you know um i'd give it to the newborns nice (laughs) low time preference fund that's the the, there you go yeah yeah start uh you know place that seed early on and just let it uh, let it grow over the next twenty years as they're growing into adults. So very much uh, like your uh, sequoia uh, seed that you received yeah. from Treebit. Yeah, I, uh, planted that on uh, a bit of land um, that is our or that's in the family. So should uh, at least have a hundred years to try to put down the roots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been great catching up. As always, uh, love um, love hearing about what you guys are doing, and I think it's such an important role that you uh, that you play. Um, if any companies are out there listening, I, I think they should throw caution to the wind and reach out. Don't think you're too small, right? Lauren just pitched an idea, and she's already got two pre-orders. So, uh, if you are just a pleb thinking, no, I don't have an infrastructure project or anything like that. I think uh, Jonathan's proved beyond all reasonable doubt that more than open and, and happy to listen. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And, you know, really appreciate what you're doing, um, you know, providing a platform for individuals to be able to come on and talk about, you know, how, you know, what they do in the 
the the world today and how you know they believe in bitcoin and how it's interacting with with them so you know you're doing a great job and you know glad to be able to to be a part of it well thank you very much mate uh look forward to next time we meet hopefully before miami next year but uh but who knows so take care man and uh i'll speak to you again soon Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that rip with Jonathan and gives you a rounded knowledge of the difference in thinking between what you'd call a wider cryptoverse investment company or venture capital company that literally throws money at anything. All of the shiny new big ideas that any entrepreneur might throw at them with a few buzzwords. Or this company that take a very, very guarded and close look at what and where they want to invest their Bitcoin in. And it's going to be Bitcoin only companies or perhaps uh, the the, the privacy um, focus companies because this is where we need to go. There's nothing more important out there. Uh, So yeah, please reach out to Jonathan if you would like to chat with him further if you've got any um, investment ideas or needs and you are a bitcoin only entrepreneur or existing company if you can't reach jonathan directly please dm me and i will be able to put you in touch i have no problem doing that at all i just want to get get as many people across the line as i possibly can wake as many people up as humanly possible as to what is going on here and what Bitcoin means and how it can change their lives, their futures, their families' futures. We've all felt it. Those of us that have been here long enough, we know this is real. Bitcoin changes us and it changes us for the better. It helps us to become the people we were meant to be because you can break out of that fiat existence, that box you were pigeonholed into from the minute you stepped into a school classroom. State education institution robs you of your true being and bitcoin can give you that back because it gifts you back your time that's enough of that kind of ranting and philosophizing i uh, really appreciate you coming on jonathan thank you so much for everything that you're doing if you guys want to show some love to the show sponsors or just keep stacking away and you've not used any of these services yet, perhaps you want to go check them out. Do your own research, of course. In the US, you can use Swan Bitcoin. Across Europe, you can use Relay.ch or CoinCorner.com. These are all Bitcoin-only companies. They have a very, very laser-eyed focus on helping you stack sats in the best way possible. Make sure you take all of the coins you've ever bought off of any exchanges or apps consider running them through a coin join if you're not at that point in your journey yet don't worry it's definitely something you can start educating yourself about for those of you that are considering this wasabiwallet.io is very easy to use just download it create a wallet hit receive and run some coins through see if this is a service for you and then get them very secure on the bitbox02 bitcoin only wallet bought to you by shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitter and that will get you a 5% discount. There's a link tree link in my show notes now, which takes you to all of the other pleb projects that are doing great work that are 
offering the plebs a 10% discount or sometimes more. And it can be t-shirts. It could be the Shamari card game. It could be the the uh, the Massa chips from Really Tan Man, the, uh, the Doritos uh, tortilla chips he's made fried in beef tallow. There's all kinds of stuff on there. I can't go through every single one of them, but there are people out there that want to offer the plebs discount and especially if you want to pay with Bitcoin and support their projects via the Lightning Network. Consensus Network are a good example of that. You can go and buy translated books on there. So if you've got friends or family that don't speak English, head over to Consensus Network, use the code BITS and you'll get 10% discount. And if you pay with Lightning, you will get 10% further discount. Why would you not do that? And uh, yeah, check out uh, Ungovernable Misfits. The boys over at... Um, well, Mr. Crown and Max Bit by Bit are doing great work with the uh, with the merch there. That's enough rambling. I hope you enjoyed this app. Take care, guys, and I look forward to the next show.